Welcome to Markitecture, where you can get smart fast with in-depth interviews of leading technology vendors. I'm Eric Sufert, and I'm here with Liat Bearer, the VP of Product at Odeo. Before we start, in the interest of full disclosure, I am an investor in Odeo across two routes. Liat, how are you? I am very well. How are you? I'm doing very well as well. Let's talk product. What does your product do? So in a nutshell, our product is introducing audio advertising within games. So this is basically a new ad format that joins and allows the players to enjoy ads that are much less intrusive than the normal ads that we all know from games and from mobile in specific. Um, and it also allows the advertisers a really amazing and interesting access to audience that they haven't been exposed to so far because the audio advertising was and the brand advertising with audio was really focused on what we call audio first environments, which is like the podcasts of the world, radio streaming and, and uh, music streaming. Now they get access to this amazing and growing audience of gamers and people who enjoy mobile gaming, which is pretty much everyone. So that's in a nutshell, just like the, the vision of the company. And I assume that we can talk more about the product itself and how it looks like. Yes, absolutely. But first, who is your typical customer? So our main, main customer, and this is a really important thing for us, and we are a very publisher-focused company. So our clients are actually the game developers, the gaming studios, and this is what we do. Like, we are here to understand the game developers and to know their needs and, and what they would want from their monetization solution. So this will be our main client and customer. We are also very focused on the actual user experience. So as a company, this is one of our biggest vision to sort of be a B2B to C company, to also take under account the experience that the gamer has while he plays the game. Um, and of course, on the other side, we have the advertisers, our brands and the companies that, that the agencies that really advertise and buy our traffic. And how, how large of a company is the typical customer? So it really varies. Like if we go to the publisher kind of client, then it can be a gigantic gaming studio with, you know, thousands of employees all over the world with a lot of games in their arsenal. Um, and it can be an indie developer. It can be a really, really small company with just like 10 or 15 people or even the really small ones that just do it independently. So it really varies. We are, of course, aiming to all game developers out there. Uh, we have clients that are really small and we have the gigantic ones that, you know, are like corporates that develop games. And your client base is, is distributed all across the world. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. We do see that most of the clients are actually from the European area. We have a lot of game developers in Israel as well. Um, of course, the U.S. Is, is really strong, but most of our clients are actually from Europe. Got it. And that partially answers my next question, but are there kind of specific, so you're gaming focused, right? But are there specific, call it subgenres within gaming where you're the strongest? So like hyper casual versus yep. core versus casual puzzle, which which of these segments do you sort of disproportionately outperform in or, or are you kind of performing across all of them? Yeah, so we are very focused currently, at least on casual and hyper casual games. Those are definitely the genres that are heavily based on ad monetization and the ones that suffer, let's say, the most from very, very intrusive ads um, and the ones that really interrupt the gameplay sometimes. And this is definitely a good opportunity for us to, to tap in. So I think that most of our clients currently, at least, are from the casual and hyper casual genres, but we definitely approach all. And I assume that we will grow in other genres as well. Got it. Do you expect to grow outside of gaming? 
That's a good question. I've actually discussed this today just earlier. I don't see this happening in the very near future because we are very focused at what we do and we want to understand gamers and we want to understand the game developers and the studios. And this is our advantage. Like this is what we do best and this is what we understand. But I'm not saying that it will never happen. I assume that at some point we will probably consider it and see if there's another type of uh, mobile genre that we can tap into. And can you name any key customers? Yeah, I can. Um, we're working with Tap Nation. Uh, we're working with Game Jam. We're working with White Room. Um, so these are just a few of the gaming studios that work with us. We have a lot more in the pipeline that I still can't point out, but a few really, really big names and, and studios with super high potential. Great. Can you walk us through a specific customer use case? Yes, of course. So if we're taking, of course, the customer from the game developer side. So usually our customers are, the developers are very familiar with monetization. Like they have other solutions of monetization that are already implemented within the games. So this is not new to them. And what we do is we provide them our product, which is our SDK. We're an SDK only company. So we are working directly with the developers. This is super important for us because this is our way to identify things that are related to audio that are relevant for us to detect, like the volume levels, et cetera, et cetera. So they are implementing our SDK within their app, and then we get access to display our ads. So usually the way that it will work is that they will test us. They will implement us on one of their smaller games or on just like test countries, and we will give them the best practices on how to implement this innovative format because it's uh, relatively different than what they currently know and love. Uh, you know, the banners of the world and the interstitials and the videos of the world. Um, in this case, it's it's audio. It needs to start at a specific point of the game and it can accompany you during the game. So it's very different than the interstitials or videos that are in pauses of the game, like between the levels or or when you get disqualified. In this case, you can just add it into your gameplay and just to be the perfect companion, right? Like during your play. So usually they will test us in specific markets or specific games. Uh, we will measure together the results to see that there was a positive lift, to see that the revenues that they have made from us from the ads are satisfactional. And once they are, and uh, we do see a really, really high rate of positive responses that we get from the developers that are uh, willing to implement us and to really move forward with the product on other big games and to really try to scale. So that's like the generic use case that we have with a client. Thanks for listening. To hear the complete interview, subscribe at architecture.tv. 